Hi all, Brian Baird here again uh, with episode two of season three on this uh, early January day. Um, was going to do another podcast that I was going to put out, but decided that I wanted to just uh, sit in front of the microphone and talk about some things going on in the world today um, that have been, I guess, hot topic buttons for a lot of people. I know they have been for me. Um, and my political role in Johnson County. Um, I just want to kind of talk about it. There's going to be a lot of probably pauses here. This is going to be non-edited. It's just going to be me talking uh, about things that are going on. What I'm going to talk about today, um, and I have another podcast already ready to go for um, January. Uh, I just uh, decided to come on and do this uh, just to talk. I'm I'm still missing uh, live talk radio, and I just wish somehow uh, I would figure out a way to get back into that and have time, but uh, we'll take it from there on that and hopefully maybe get it. But again, I'm host of Truth is Truth podcast, and I'm here to tell the truth and try to give you the information that I can, and then you need to make your decision on what you think uh, by doing your own research and uh, checking into it. I think mostly what I try to do in this podcast is to just activate people's minds, uh, make them quit being lazy and listening to the easy answers and uh, uh, the media and things that are out there that aren't telling the truth and they're not doing any research. They're just uh, promoting propaganda, basically, is what they're doing. So uh, let's just kind of start into this. And the first thing I want to talk about uh, that's a hot uh, button issue today is masks. Um you know, when this first started, um, I did a lot of research on masks. And this was just when this first started. We started hearing information about it uh, back in probably at that time, probably uh, early 2019, because there was some other stuff going on at the time. And I don't want to get into that. But anyway, um, I started doing a little research and got on the CDC uh, websites and the who started searching these mass tests and, and how these masks were tested and how um, somehow today they're, they're much more uh, relevant in, in the testing industry as they were back then. Um, but it, it just seems like the testing changed. And I thought to myself, you know, the recommendations by the CDC and the who uh, were that you shouldn't wear a mask um, if you're, if you're ill, um, and you shouldn't uh, depend on a mask to protect you from coronavirus and those type things because of the microns and this and that, just a lot of different stuff that I researched back then. I wish I would have copied that and, and kept it, uh, because all that changed. In fact, you can't even find the same research on the internet anymore, uh, about masks and what went on at that time. But my point is, is I'm not against mask wearing, never have been. I, I think they're uncomfortable, um, but if it helps people to, to feel more comfortable, I really have no problem with it as long as I don't have to wear it for a long period of time. But what I'm getting at here is this, uh, we decided to go on a flight during the, this whole thing, and I know that's probably not a good thing in most people's eyes because they thought we should have just locked ourselves up and hid, but that's just not what I did. Um, but anyway, I wore a mask called a Shima 97 mask. And this is a mask that I had done research on. I saw it on some of the coaches and the, the sports people and even saw it on uh, some of our um, higher-up politicians, generals, and things like that. 
But anyway, I, I did some research on this mask and found out this was a pretty darn good mask. And I started actually wearing this mask uh, for allergies, um, and it really did help. Uh, I, have, I have some, get, during the summer especially, when I'm bush hogging and mowing uh, on the property, I, uh, I have a really bad allergy reaction. So I started wearing this mask for allergies, and it worked really well because I could breathe through it. And it's a microfiber mask called nanotechnology. Uh, and it'll go down to about one micron uh, as far as the size of anything that can get through it. But it's dust and particles, smog even. Uh, this this filter works real, real well, or this mask does. But the, the biggest problem with it is is you can actually see your face because it's a, it's a mesh uh, filter system. And uh, that seemed to turn people the wrong way, I guess. Anyway, I got by with wearing this mask for a long, long time. Decided to go on a flight uh, with that mask on and got through the TSA checkpoints and got through security and, and got to the point of where I was getting on the plane. And uh, my wife and I both had a Shima 97 mask on. I had a black one. She had a white one on. And they would not let me go through with that mask on. And I looked at the sign and I saw nothing on the sign that said that because that my face was showing that I couldn't wear that mask. So I asked why. And they said it was because they could see my face. So obviously that wasn't a mask. And uh, that's not true. It was a very, uh, it's a very good mask and it's uh, certified by the FDA. But uh, anyway, they wouldn't let me on with that mask. So uh, I took a cloth mask <laughs> out of my suitcase, which I always carry um, because I assume sooner or later uh, I'd probably get questioned. So I put the cloth mask on and that was okay with them, even though the cloth, ma- cloth mask that I put on wasn't near as effective or efficient as the mask that I had on my face at the time. And I feel more comfortable with a Shima 97 mask on as far as protection, too. So wasn't real happy about that. My wife got through without that, but they caught her as she got in going in the plane. And she put on a, a cloth mask also. But what really kind of got me a little bit was is... is we're going through all this and I'm talking to the lady about, I can't believe that this mask uh, is one that they're not going to let me wear. And, and, you know, started giving her some at that time, um, you know, just some specifications on this mask and how it worked. And she seemed to be impressed, but not enough to let me wear it. But I did notice on the sign, it, it says specifically no bandanas uh, as mask. In other words, not something that you got around your neck that you pull up which I can understand, um, you know, those are exposed to the exterior a lot. Plus, they just don't work. They're not tight enough around your face to, to work. That's why people wear them, so they can breathe. Um, but I noticed that uh, all these people were getting on with bandanas. And I'm thinking, what in the world? It says right there, no bandanas. Um, so I asked one of the people in on the plane, and they said that... Uh, bandanas weren't allowed. I said, then how are all these people wearing them? And she said, just don't worry about that, sir. That's uh, none of your business. It's not yours to ask. And I'm not going to get into all that because at that time, you know, if you objected on an airplane, they were going to throw you off pretty quick. Uh, But what I want to say is, is that it was based on who I was, what culture I was. And that's not fair. And I'm just going to put it out there. I don't care. You know, you know I've told you uh, many times, and I, I told you, uh, said it again last month, I don't believe in race. I believe we're all one mankind. I believe we're all one creation. We all came from the same mom and dad called Adam and Eve. And I'm not going to vary from that, and I'm not going to struggle with people arguing about it. I don't really care. 
It's what the Bible says, and the truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. But the bottom line is, I feel in my heart, it wasn't right. It was discrimination against me that I could not wear my mask in that was definitely not on the list of masks you couldn't wear uh, as a bandana was. But because of who I was, they wouldn't let me on that plane with that mask on. They also wouldn't let me on that plane with a bandana because I had one of those too. Uh, and I want to make that point clear. You know, I'm, I'm not a guy that's going to sit back and just listen and, and, and believe what people say or take what they say. I'm going to get proof. So I put my American flag bandana up around my face and they made me remove it and put my mask back on, my cloth mask. And this happened to me on a couple occasions. It didn't just happen once because, you know me, I'm, I'm going to try a couple times uh, to get what I want. So I uh, just want to put that out there and let's, let's talk about this a little bit and let's make sure that we understand. If they were so concerned about mask working and about wearing the right mask or the good mask, does it really matter who you are? Does it matter if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated? What really is the concern with wearing masks that your face doesn't show? Why? Why would someone not want your face to show even though the mask meets all the research and the guidance needed uh, to be usable as a, as a mask in that form? And, it, and there's no mask that's going to stop coronavirus. It's too small. It's going to help, and, and we need to understand that most particles from coronavirus are, are small, um, less than a micron. But for those, um, that virus to get to you in, in, through the air, it has to be in something. It has to be in a sneeze. It has to be in a cough. Well, when that happens, that, that gets liquid around it. Um, and what I liked about the Shima 97 mask is it's also waterproof. In other words, because the, that propellant that was coming through was bigger than a micron, it was stopped by the, the mask through the filter system, not through the cloth, not through the material, but through the filter that's in that mask. But when you, you have a cloth mask on or a bandana, whatever you want to use, uh, it soaks into that so that virus can still get through. And this is just, to me, common sense. And this is how I look at things. I look at things from a common sense viewpoint, and I question why. And there's nothing wrong with questioning why. There's nothing wrong with wanting to know the truth, wanting to know what works, what doesn't, and why we're doing what we're doing. We cannot blindly follow people just because they want us to. And you're going to find out a lot of the things that we're dealing with are filled with lies, lies and hatred, um, discrimination. Uh, there's a lot of that going on. Um, but it's not about race. Uh, it shouldn't be about that because it doesn't exist. What it should be about, and, and I hear all the time, you know, we should respect, we should respect. No, you are in respect. Respect isn't because of who you are, where you came from, or, or what religion you, you come from, or, or what ethnic background that you come from in culture or whatever. Respect is of the person, the character of the person is what comes with respect or disrespect. And that's what we need to understand today. 
And again, I go back to the Bible says we are to love everyone. Jesus loves everyone. God loves everyone. But it doesn't mean that they're not going to be disciplined and judged. That's what love is about. When you you corrected your children, you didn't correct them out of disliking them or disrespect. You corrected them out of love because you knew you wanted them to turn out to be the person they needed to be, the person that was making the right decisions, not your decisions, not what you think is right or wrong, but what they think is right or wrong. And I told my kids when they were growing up and, and raising their own kids, and they still are, is you, you take what I gave you that was good, what you felt that worked, and throw the rest of it away because we're different people. And that's the way we should look at everything. We should look at things as what works for us, but not necessarily what is thrown upon someone else that doesn't work for them. And if we just understand that and get to that, to where we're living in peace and we stop this division that we're going through, things are going to get worse and worse and worse. We have to learn that not everybody lives the same life that we live in the same attitudes, in the same opinions, and understand that's what makes us people. Uh, and, and we can go into that in depth, but uh, that was... Uh, uh, more of my mask thing, I guess, that I was getting to. Um, I don't think masks are necessary. I don't think they really work. I think if you feel comfortable wearing one and, and that's what you want to do uh, for coronavirus, and, and do it. Um, and if I get on an airplane or I go to somewhere where masks are required um, federally or whatever, um, I'll put my mask on and I'll wear it just like everybody else. I just wish that these people that are telling us what masks to wear would do their research and understand masks that work and masks that don't. And let me pick the best one for me that fits for me and what I do uh, as a person. Because if they all test and they're all okay that way, what's the difference between a bandana and a filtered mask that you can see your face in other than the, the filtered mask is going to work better? The Shima 97, by the way, it's a great mask if you got to wear a mask. Uh, I like it and I wear it for my allergies outside. Um, and I wear it when I have to wear it in other areas until they won't let me. An airplane's the only place that I found. And that was due, th due to the airline, um, not the TSA. The TSA let me wear it through. Uh, so it was due to the airline. Um, and that's their, that's their business. That's their opinion. I just don't understand their reasoning and I never will. So there's where I'm at on mask. And, you know, hey, if you, you want to talk about it, um, one of these days I'm going to get back to, to a live podcast that I'm going to announce and uh, maybe see if we can get some people calling in. I got all this fancy equipment and I'm just not using it the way I should. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's kind of the mask thing. And I, and I just don't want people to be mad at each other uh, over these masks. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Um, if you don't want to, I don't have a problem with that either. And, and I know some people are comfortable with them. Some people are comfortable without them. Um, whatever works for you. If uh, I feel like you're a danger to me and I need to put a mask on, that's what I'll do. Um, but I'm not going to force you to do something that's not comfortable for you or you don't believe in, especially when it doesn't really matter at this point in time with what's going on. So let's move on from there. And let's talk a little bit about protests and riots and, and all these things that we see going on 
uh, have gone on around the country and still going on really in a lot of ways. And there's two things that I want to focus on on these protests. And number one is, is, is a protest is nothing but a disagreement with someone else. In other words, you don't agree with what you're being told to do or you don't want to do what you're being told to do or you just disagree in the whole mentality of it, of what it is, and you, you want to protest. And that protest is just basically a disagreement. Now, there's two kinds of protests. There's peaceful protests and there's violent protests or non-peaceful protests, not necessarily violent protests because protests don't come necessarily with just violence um, or non-violence. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. We talk about this, and I know this has been going on because uh, just a couple of days after January 6th, um, you know, we had all these things going on around the Capitol and all these ceremonies and things over the, the civil unrest that uh, happened at the Capitol, whatever you want to call it. You can call it a riot. You can call it, um, gosh, you know, civil unrest, I, trespassing. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Civil war. I, who knows? You, you know, we can, we can mask it as anything we want to. Uh, the big words being used as insurrection, definitely not an insurrection. Um, it, it just doesn't get into that category. Uh, at the most is probably, um, there's probably, it's a non, it's a non-peaceful protest is what it basically was. It involved trespassing. But anyway, we we're making this big deal out of this, uh, going into the Capitol building. I want to know what the difference is between, uh, going in and, and destroying property and threatening in the Capitol building or where our elitist uh, government officials are and going into these cities and towns and destroying businesses and properties there and, and killing people there. Um, you know, right now I'm hearing that uh, there could be as many as four to six people that died from the Capitol protest. Some of that were from heart attacks and other things that had nothing to do with the protests. Uh, maybe two that, that really had anything to do with the um, the protests and about a million five in uh, damages to the capital. But if you look at these political riots that went on all over this country, we're talking billions of dollars in damage, at least over two from everything that I'm reading and researching, and possibly 25 deaths that were related to those riots. But more than that, it's, it's, it's the way the riots were, were done and looked at compared to the way the intrusion on the Capitol building was looked at. I'm having a hard time finding the difference other than the, the, the Capitol trespassing incident, insurrection, whatever you want to call it. it. It caused some damage, but it didn't really cause the destruction that the other riots have caused all over this country. And I, my question is, is I want to know what we're doing about those. All we're hearing about is this Capitol thing, you know, don't waste a good catastrophe. That's the way these politicians work today. And I'm going to tell you, and you're going to I hear this all the time. What You are a politician. You're in politics. Yes, I'm in politics, but I'm not a politician. I came from the business world uh, to try to help the, the county of Johnson and the people of Johnson County, trying to help us move forward and, and do some good things in the county. And I think we've been pretty successful at that uh, over the last nine years. But there was trespassing down there. There was physical violence, not really any physical attacks. There were threats of that and, and, and things going on, but not, uh, not really physical attacks. Um, but it's, these people are being punished, punished to the full extent of the law. Uh, uh, and our government, the Department of Justice, is, is doing everything they can to find these people and, and 
to, to bring justice upon these people. But it's not blind justice. It's not justice being brought uh, upon these people justly. Justice is supposed to be blind. It doesn't matter who those people were that were being threatened or concerned about their, their welfare, even though most of them weren't even close to what was going on. But it, the bottom line is it's wrong. Uh, anytime you, you trespass or you go into somebody's property, even though it's public property and we can have that argument all day long, it is, yes, it is public property, but it is also secured private property. And, and I understand that where courthouses are secured private property, secure public, public property. Sorry about that. So it's okay. We can, we can secure uh, public property. We have to for the protection of it. So it's a secured area. Should have never been in there. Um, could have asked, called, and set up an appointment. I've been through the White House. It was kind of a decent tour um, as, a, as a commissioner. I, I went out and went through there, um, and, and it was pretty cool. And I was invited out to a couple meetings at uh, Washington that I went to and, and uh, got a lot of good knowledge and things back in uh, uh, 19 or eight, 17 and 18. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was invited. I didn't go in there uninvited, and I would never do that. But I still go back to what's the difference between the people affected other than the people affected by the riots that we saw over the, the summer and in, in, in the past year, actually, uh, that did all these destruction, all this destruction. What's the difference between the two? If you want to talk about trespassing, if you want to talk about violence, if you want to talk about physical destruction, let's talk about it. Why aren't we going after these people that did this? Why aren't we going after them as strong as we're going after these people that went into the Capitol? Why aren't we using everything that the Department of Justice is using against these people that were in the Capitol on these people that were destroying businesses and people's lives and looting and killing people, setting fire to things, actual nasty physical destruction? Why aren't we going after that? Why are we standing by and saying there's a difference when there's not, except... There was more violence and more damage in those political riots than there was from the breach of the, the Capitol building. So we move on from that, and we, we talk a little bit here uh, before I go into the, the last thing, which is probably going to be the most controversial thing I think everybody sees. I think most people see the riots as what they are, and they see the, the Capitol um, trespass that, that happened there. But I do want us to understand is that the government is to protect and serve the people. Listen, it's the only job of the government is to protect this country and the people in this country, not only from foreign affairs outside of this country that could come in, but also from our own inside. That's the government's job is to blindly, justly protect and serve the people. That's not what we have today in politics. That's not what we have today in our representatives that we elect uh, to serve us. We have become not citizens as much as we have peasants. Uh, And in a republic, that's just not the way it's supposed to be. These people that are in the Capitol building feel like what happened to them in that breach in their building that day, is worse than what happened to those people. Peasants, as we'll call it, 
living in the cities and the people that own these businesses. And that's called elitism. And that's called people thinking they're above other people. And it's just not that way. We all serve the same God. And if you're not, you should be. But the bottom line is, is those people there are no better than we are. They should be no more protected than we are. We all should be protected the same way. There is so much difference between those people and the federal government, those leaders that we elect that shouldn't even be there as far as I'm concerned, but those leaders that we elect are no better than we are. They are our representative. They work for us. And if you would say that to one of them today, they would scoff at you. They would look down their nose to you because we have, we have allowed these elected officials to become the way they are. We've allowed it by allowing them to do things that we shouldn't be allowing them to do. And sooner or later, that's going to get old for people. And we'll see what happens from there. But all I want you to know is, is their job is to protect and service. They put all their time and all their effort in biased politics and protecting themselves, giving themselves raises, uh, taking their on their own health insurance. They don't even have to have our health insurance. We're stuck with what they give us, but they get what they want. Um, you, you can go as far as insider trading. Let's talk about it. You know, they know what's going on in the world. They're creating what's going on in, in this investment environment. Um, but yet they're allowed to do what they're doing and what they're doing. No, no. People go to jail for that. If it was you or me, we would be in jail for that. Listen, we have to get this country back to the fact that the politicians, the elected people, serve at our pleasure. And you need to do your research and you need to get out there and you need to vote and you need to get rid of these people. Let's get rid of these uh, people who have been in there for years and years and years because what happens when you're in there for that period of time, it becomes yours. And I've seen the attitude. I've seen the attitude in our state politicians. I've seen the attitude in our local politicians. You get in there and then everything's mine, 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 mine. No, it belongs to the people. The local government in Johnson County, it belongs to the people. The state government in Indiana belongs to the people. The federal government belongs to the people of this country. Um, and if you're not serving with that heart, that the, it belongs to the people, then you shouldn't be in service because you don't deserve it. And that's where we're at in politics today. It's all biased politics. It's all, it's all elitist wanting to be in power and to have authority over other people. And then make a living off of that. So just my attitude toward it. Um, yeah, I know I heard someone on the radio talking uh, on one of the radio stations the other day about if you've been in service longer than two terms or eight years, get out. Don't put your name on the ballot. That's a generalization. Yes, are there people that just keep running and running and running, getting in there and doing nothing other than cause havoc and, and uh use their their influence and ability to gain yes there are but there's also good people um, that want to do what they're doing because they care you need to be the one that knows the difference between the two 
I wanted to call these people so bad on this radio program and just rip into them about, you know, I, I came from the business world. I haven't been in politics all my life like a lot of people. I came from the business world nine years ago. I was a businessman, still a businessman. But I came from that. I wanted to come and serve and help. And I came in and took a part-time position, and I worked a lot of hours. And I spent a lot of time trying to help, trying to make things better. I'm not a lifelong politician like he's talking about, but don't generalize me with them. At least if you're going to say something like that, you have the basis for why you're saying it. And if you have a particular case in your mind, use that case. But don't attack someone like me that wants to do it in service to protect and serve. Uh, let's, let's, let's start separating those people out. But you need to do that. You need to do that at the ballot box. You need to do that. And if you're interested and you want to, you want to make a difference in this county, in this country, in this state, then get involved. But do it for the right reasons. Do it for the help. And please, if you do run, I don't care what party you run under because I don't, I don't believe any of them are, are all right. That's just like churches. I don't believe uh, there's a church out there that's perfect because imperfect people uh, are part of it. But I believe there's churches out there that I can attend and that I can learn from and, and that I can accept. And there's others I can't. But that's me. That's me doing what I do and research and, and understanding uh, what I get. But I have never been to a church yet that I agree with totally. Don't know that I ever will until I get to heaven. But the, what I'm saying there is, though, you need to do your research. You need to understand uh, what's going on, and you need to move forward in that. Whether you run for something, you get involved. But what I w- want you not to do is, is if you get elected, regardless of what party you're, you're from, when you get elected, take that letter off the end of your name, whatever it is. Whether it's an I, L, or D, I don't care. Take it off because you're serving the people that elected you. If it's in the state and that's over 6 million people you're serving, if it's in Johnson County, that's a hundred now, 161,000, something like that, 169,000 people from the census that, that, that I serve uh, with and for. It doesn't matter to me what letter they have by their name. It doesn't matter to me what their belief is. It's their opinion, and they have the right to their opinion. I'm going to take that, and I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to make decisions based on what people that want me to know tell me. And I'm going to do it as as neutrally as I can, but I have to in my own conscious, and, and, and consciously in my mind, I have to do it for the right reasons. And if I can't make that decision uh, that you want me to make, for the right reasons, then I'm not going to make it. I've got to go a different direction. But that's still listening and serving the people. We're all going to have our attitudes and our personalities in that. I just ask you to please, if you want to get involved, get involved. Um, If you don't, don't. But then let's not sit back and armchair quarterback. I'm out there trying to do a job. And I know there are a a lot of other people in Johnson County trying to do the same. Good and bad. We're all out there together. So kind of stand in there with that and and understand where I'm coming from there. And then let's go on to a different subject. Okay, so we beat that dead horse. Let's talk about vaccinations. 
uh, this is a subject that is really, really touchy, and it's going to continue to be touchy until we understand um, understand each other, I guess, in the way that we're made and the way that we're built. So let's just throw it out here for the uh, sake of discussion. Back when this uh, virus started, and, and people understand, I understand COVID. I, I know it's a serious virus, but we have other serious things too, other serious viruses and all these derivatives and things like this. But in talking with people and doing research and things like that, we know that these viruses degenerate as they mutate. Uh, the flu uh, is a natural virus, not a man-made virus, but the flu mutates also and it changes. And sometimes the flu shot gets it, sometimes it doesn't. We understand that. Uh, but nothing cures it. There, there's not a shot out there, a vaccine, that's going to cure the flu. It's just not out there. Is the flu serious? Yes, it is. Very serious for some people. Um, and starting out in this, and, and, and just to let you know, I've had COVID had it back uh, last year. Um, oh, year before last, actually. Uh, in uh, 2019, on Thanksgiving, actually. Uh, spent a Thanksgiving holiday down in my basement for 10 days. But anyway, I had it. Was it was it bad? Yes, it was bad. And what really made me start thinking about uh, this and, and, and vaccinations and whatever, shots, whatever you want to call them, jabs, as a lot of people call it, is, is I had COVID and I kept being told that it was like a bad, bad flu. Um, so when I talked to my wellness doctors about it and, and, and that I'd had it and I started taking antibody tests, um, and did and still continue to take antibody tests. Uh, we we just had a discussion of is is well what did it feel like to you? And I said, well, here's what I had. So I gave him the symptoms that I had, and he said, oh, so like the flu. And I said, I don't know. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had the flu. I don't know what the flu is like. And I went back through my life and in and, and the years, and I can't recall ever having the flu. Fortunately, other than damaging myself, hurting my body, cutting fingers off, um, falling off things, tearing things, breaking things, um, I, I haven't been very one, or one of those people. I just not have. I haven't had a lot of illness. Uh, it doesn't mean. Uh, I haven't, I went 16 years in the schools doing safety programs, seeing a lot of kids being around a lot of snotty kids and runny noses and coughing and hacking and throwing up in these schools for 16 years and never missed one school lesson or one class over being sick. I just didn't get sick. The only time I missed a school safety program was, as I got food poisoning <laughs> and I, I'm not going to name any names, but the Ruby Tuesdays down in Edinburgh. Um, be, be aware of the, the onions on the salad bar. But anyway, that's the only time, and that was a sickness. Now, if that's anything like uh, the flu, then man, oh man, I, yeah, that's sick. I was sick. There, there were, um, it was two full days, maybe into the third day of just, it was awful. And then it took a few days for my stomach to get over the soreness and me to get over the nausea and to, to get back to eating again. I can't, still can't go into Ruby Tuesdays and eat. But that's the sickness that I had. If that's it, then yeah, COVID wasn't that bad for me. 
I didn't have all the lung issues and I didn't have all that, but I have, obviously I have a pretty good immune system. So that makes it not as prevalent in me as it might be in some people. Listen, folks, doesn't mean that something like that's not going to affect me seriously. It just means that I'm not afraid of it. And I will never be afraid of it. But I'm not afraid of dying because I know where I'm going. Now, I go back to the point is you don't step in front of a bus to prove the theory that you have a numbered set of days. But I do believe that God knows every hair on our head and God sees from the beginning to the eternity. He sees all the way through. He sees me back before I was born and he sees me all the way through my life till eternity with him or without him. And I really believe that. And I believe God knows the day and time that I'm physically going to leave this earth. I'm going to close my eyes here and I'm going to open my eyes in heaven looking at Jesus. And I truly believe that in my heart. Now, the old theory is, is don't step in front of a bus to test that. I don't plan on doing that, but I don't think naturally having COVID and depending on my immunities for that natural COVID that I had is stepping out in front of that bus because I don't take a flu shot. I don't take a pneumonia shot. I don't take a lot of things that other people take. I do take a lot of natural supplement products, but not medications, not shots, or whatever you want to call them. You know, I hear the term jab, shot, vaccine. It's definitely not a vaccine because a vaccine is supposed to cure things. Polio vaccine, things like that. We, we won't go into that. But the bottom line is, is we're not going to cure COVID. We're not going to cure the flu. We're not going to cure the common cold. It's a virus. And the viruses just do what they do. They mutate. They change. So we're go- it's going to be around. But let's talk about the vaccination for that. And listen to what I'm saying. Throw everything else out of your mind. Throw what you really believe, what I really believe, but just listen to, to what I'm going to say so you, you kind of understand uh, where I'm coming from here. Not that I'm anybody. I'm not a doctor, but I am a pretty intelligent person that can research and, and, and look for things on my own. I don't depend on somebody else to tell me what I believe. I find out what I believe, um, and then I verify, and then I stay with it. And my kids will tell you, the one thing my kids will tell you about their dad is, is I was consistent. I didn't change. What was wrong was wrong. What was right was right. The way I handled life was the same every day, and I still handle it that way. I look in the mirror every morning, and I look at myself to make sure I'm doing the right thing. And if I'm okay, I go on. And I've been going on for 63 years, folks, because I can look in the mirror and I'm I'm doing okay. But listen to, to, just listen to my philosophy on this. Back when the vaccine first came out, back when uh, President Trump started promoting this and Fauci and all these people started promoting this, regardless of what you think of those people, regardless of what you think of where they came from, who they are, I have my opinions on that too. And that's not an opinion I'm going to give on here. That's, that's for my opinion. If people want to ask me, I'll tell you. You ask me what I think about Donald Trump, I'll tell you. You ask me what I think about Fauci, I'll tell you. You ask me what I think about Biden, I'll tell you. I don't, I don't hide from anybody. Because all I can do is tell you what I believe. I can't tell you uh, what you already think you know or you don't do know. 
But let's talk about this. When the vaccine first came out, it was going to stop the virus. You weren't going to get the virus or be able to spread the virus if you got this vaccine. Then once they started bringing this vaccine out and people started using this vaccine, then all of a sudden we start finding out, oh, the science changed. Things changed. And it didn't keep you from getting the virus. And it didn't keep you from spreading the virus. It might help you in the symptom line. You might not have as serious symptoms. And if you have underlying issues uh, and, and you want to lessen the chances of your symptoms, then that shot's good for you. My mom and dad got the shot. I've got a brother that got the shot. If that's your intent, then so do it. If your intent is, is, is you think you need that booster to keep you in that realm of not getting the serious symptoms, then you do so. Some people are showing serious symptoms that have been vaccinated, some are not. My older brother got it. He'd been vaccinated and boosted, and he didn't do great. Um, in fact, I helped him out with a, a supplement program. Um, but that's because of underlying issues, and his body is different than mine. His body may be different than everybody. Your body's different than anybody else's body. We're all different. Uh, I just didn't react to the COVID like they did. And I had it back when it was a full-blown COVID, back in 2019. When it was it was full-blown, I had the flow do, uh, full dose of the COVID, and, and I did okay. I did my supplement program. Uh, I'm just not... I'm just not afraid. I'm not afraid of the flu. Um, I'm not afraid of a cold. Um, I'm not afraid of a lot of things. But it doesn't change what I believe is truth. And the truth is, whether you are vaccinated or you are not, whether you have had COVID or not, doesn't matter. Whether you are vaccinated or not is a personal choice that you should make. And I go back to, to some of the things that have been said over the years, and especially someone that I didn't care much for till here lately because um, I lost. I just didn't like the way things were being done. I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. Everybody knows that. I'm a big Packer fan. Anybody that knows me knows that. Have been all my life since I was a kid. <laughs> I've been a Packer fan. But Aaron Rodgers ticked me off with the way he did this last negotiation and, and the way he handled things. But the one thing he's, he is handling correctly is he chose a route that he was going to go, and he has stuck with that route. And he has given reasoning and science for why he's done what he's done. And that is his right. And I am glad he is speaking his right. And he's being attacked brutally for it. But we have the right to our opinion. You have the right to yours. I have the right to mine. Doesn't mean I have to agree with you, but you have the right. And I don't have the right to tell you you don't. And neither does this government. Neither does a Dr. Fauci, if he's a doctor. But he doesn't. They don't have that right. I think we're going to find out a lot of things about what's been going on during this COVID. And I think we're going to find out a lot of it didn't have to do with illness. It has to do more with politics than anything. And I think we can all start seeing a little bit of that. And I think we're going to see more and more of that. But the bottom line is, 
is whether you're vaccinated or not, we're all in the same boat. You choose, if you want to, to have a vaccination to help lessen your symptoms. I choose not to have a vaccination because I don't want that stuff in my body because I don't know what it is. I don't think it's going through the proper testing. And even if it did, I would not get that because I'm not afraid of it. I don't have any underlying issues. Maybe one of these days I may have to, and I may make that decision, but I want it to be my decision what's best for me and my body. What I want people to quit doing is treating each other differently. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, Unfortunately, we had to put my folks into an assisted living program, and, and it's good for them. They're there. They're safe. It's a great institution that they're in, and I really, really appreciate what they do out there. But there were some things going on out there, and they, they, they got COVID uh, in there, um, just like many other health uh, areas or assisted livings are. I mean, it's, it's prevalent right now everywhere. But they were making a distinguish or distinguishing between vaccinated and unvaccinated. In other words, if you had been on an airplane or you'd been on a, a public bus system or you've taken a trip uh, with a lot of people that weren't in your household or whatever, um, you couldn't come into, you couldn't go into the facility if you weren't vaccinated. But if you were vaccinated, they had a separate protocol or an added on protocol that they would sit you down and talk to you, find out how long you were gone, where you went, what you were doing. You know, I guess you give them your personal life story. I don't know what else they required. But the bottom line was, is if you'd been vaccinated, even though you can spread it, you can get it. You can die from it, just like an unvaccinated person can. You could go into that building. So here's my point. An unvaccinated person, I don't care who it is, an unvaccinated person can get COVID. They can spread COVID if they're contagious at the time. And they can die from COVID. A vaccinated person can get COVID, can spread COVID and can die from COVID or not, just like anybody else. But yet they're going to allow those people to go into that that business or that system with my mom and dad and with the possibility of giving my mother and father COVID or anyone else in there, but I don't have that same opportunity even though I'm no different than they are. Now you tell me in your, your, in all common sense, you can bring forward in everything that you can. You tell me why there's that difference. You tell me why people in New York that aren't vaccinated can't go in a restaurant because they're not vaccinated. You give me one good sound scientific reason, medical reason, whatever. You give me one reason for that. If you tell me it's because you don't want an unvaccinated person going in there because they could possibly die. I'll tell you that's their business, not yours. But we're all the same, vaccinated or unvaccinated. And all it boils down to is what you think is best for you in your situation.
And if you feel like you need to be vaccinated because you have issues that you're afraid of it, then by all means, do it. But why do you have to force me or someone else to do it? Because you have to do it. There's just so many things wrong with that, and I could go on and on and on about that. And I don't care whether, uh, I believe whether the vaccine works or doesn't work, or whether it helps with symptoms or it doesn't, or whether it can save my life or doesn't. It's still my choice. It's just like any decision you make, it should be your choice. We use it for abortion. Your body, your choice. Man, if we can use it for that, you're telling me I can't use it for something that I have made a decision on that doesn't affect you? But yet we can make my body my choice on on an innocent child that's unborn that doesn't have the opportunity to make the choice? Come on now. I'm just talking common sense here, folks. I look at things in the real world. I look at things knowing that we are living in a sinful world that is degrading. Is the world, is this earth degrading? Yes, it is, absolutely. Are we going to change that uh, by what we're doing in, in, in global warming institutions and things like No, we're not. No, we're not. Don't tell me that a God that created all this didn't understand and know what it's going to do. Remember, I went go, let's go back to I told you we're going to go through this. God sees from beginning of creation because he is the beginning and he is the creator all the way through to eternity with his creation, which does not include this physical earth. This earth was created to withstand Everything that God knew it had to withstand till it's time for it to be destroyed, which will be by God, not by man. And there's the difference in the way that I look at things. I don't have the fear. I'm not cowering over, over COVID or anything else. I'm not cowering over wars. I'm not hiding from those things. I'm not hiding from people because I understand the truth. And the truth says that God is in control. And as long as my God is in control, and he always will be, then I'm going to be okay. You can, you can kill this physical body. It can die, and it's going to. But when this physical body stops, when my brain stops working, and I am dead to this world, my eyes will open in eternity, and I'm going to see Jesus. And it doesn't matter if it's from a car accident. It doesn't matter if it's from uh, COVID. It doesn't matter if it's from the flu. It doesn't matter if it's from the measles, mumps. I don't care. It's going to happen one day. But until that day, I'm going to live my life. And I'm not going to live in fear. 
And I've said this and I wear a button that says, I choose freedom over fear. And that's what I choose. And that freedom is given to me by the grace of God. And God understands what I'm coming from there. And he understands what I'm saying. And, and, and I hope you do too. Because it's important that you understand the freedom that you have in this country. And don't let that be taken away from you. That freedom was given to you. We have unalienable rights given to us by God to live life in liberty and pursuit of happiness. In freedom. Not bondage. Jesus died for my bondage. All things in moderation. That's the way we should be living life. Not in the fear. Total fear that I've seen. Not in the skepticism. Not in the, the hatred that I'm seeing. We need to understand what love is and what being kind is and what respecting someone is. And I may not agree with the decision you make. You may not agree with the decision I make. But respect it as my decision and I'll respect it as yours. And I won't hate you over it. And I don't want you to hate me over it. What does it matter to you? And again, I go back to what does it matter to you if I wear a mask, if I get a vaccination, or if I want to have a peaceful protest? What's it matter to you? As long as it doesn't affect your life, your, your, your property, um, your physical ability to, to, to live and move, if it doesn't affect you, what does it matter to you? Why can't I live my life like I want to live my life? You live your life like you want to live your life. But if I go out here and I rob someone, or I go out here and physically get an altercation with someone, I'm affecting their life. But getting a vaccination or not, wearing a mask or not, doesn't do that. Because again, whether I'm vaccinated or unvaccinated, whether I'm wearing a mask or not, I can still get covid I can still spread COVID and I can either live or die from COVID, but I'm not affecting your life. If you feel like the mask protects you, wear it. If you feel like the vaccine protects you, get it by all means. I told my mom and dad to get it. 85 and 83 years old. My mom's had cancer bouts four times. My dad's had cancer. Um, they got issues. Uh, my older brother has issues, asthma, diabetes. He's had cancer. Get it. Because there's a good chance it's going to protect you from getting the severe symptoms that some people are getting. But don't be mad at me if that doesn't bother me. And I don't choose to do that. Because that's what being and living in a free country is. But this government has no right. And I hope, I hope and pray God intervenes. But this government has no right to tell me I have to do that to my body. And I hope you agree. And I hope you take that freedom to do it or not do it. And I hope you make those decisions based on what's best for you, knowing as long as you're not hurting someone else. It should be your free decision. And let's go about loving people, caring about people, forgiving people. And let's start understanding that we're all not the same, and I am glad we're not. 
I don't want to be a robot. I don't want you to be a robot. I love having healthy discussions. I love talking to people. I love giving my opinion. I love doing research. Um, I always have. I thrive on that. So let's just all get along. Let's be kind to each other. Let's love and respect each other. And respect those opinions and, and things like that. And if you get out of line and you start affecting other people, stop. Just be kind. Care about people. I'll give you a definition and I'm going to get off there. I always said to everybody and I tell people, the Bible tells me I'm to love everyone. And I do. I love God's creation. I don't like everybody. And we're not going to. But just because I don't like you doesn't mean I can't care about you, love you, and serve you. It just means we're probably not going out to dinner together. And you know what? Probably most of the people I don't want to go out to dinner with don't want to go out with me either. Because the ones that they want to go out with me and I want to go out with, we're doing that. And I have a close-knit set of people just the way I'm made. I'm not, not being... Um, obnoxious or I'm not uh, not caring about people. I just have people that I like to be around, like to be around. But I love all of God's creation and I care about it. All I'm asking you to do is do the same. Give everybody a break. Be kind. Love one another. Be forgiving and be helpful. And understand that we all have an opinion. And they're never going to agree, probably totally 100%. And that's just the way it is in an imperfect world where there's sin and degradation that we will see till this earth is physically done. With that said, love you all. Hope you're having a great time. Hope this year is a better year for all of us. But until then, keep looking to the sky. The Lord's returning soon. God bless. Hopefully talk to you later.